0: Shit! 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 Shit!
1: shit,
0: shit. Fuck. Ah! Fuck! Ah! Fuck! I forgot to save. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Fuck I Forgot to Save. Thank you so much for joining us this month. I'm Knack, your host, and I'm joined today by Gus. How you doing, Gus?
2: Doing good, Nick. Thank you for having me. Ready to talk about video games and perhaps
0: a movie? Ooh, that sounds interesting. That sounds like a bit of a change of pace. That'll be cool. And we've also got Eric with us today. Eric, how's it going, dude? Hey, going good. Thanks for having me. So, yeah, we all agreed before before recording this that we would watch the new Mortal Kombat movie. It is now streaming on HBO Max. Mortal Kombat, legendary fighting game franchise, probably, I mean, definitely the highest selling American fighting game franchise of all time. Uh, I don't know if it probably, I don't know. I wonder which is bigger between Mortal Kombat and Street Fighter. Probably globally Street Fighter, right? Probably,
2: I'm guessing. I think Street Fighter, yeah, I think didn't smash Ultimate surpass Street Fighter as the best selling fighting game oh no, at least so. all
0: right we'll count smash yeah we'll count it <laughs> damn right <laughs> no I, I consider smash a fighting game but yeah so so mortal kombat this i mean legendary legendary uh controversial at the time um which is funny because it's way worse like in terms of the gore and all that than it was when it was 800 rib cages bouncing around the screen on the snes in the early '90s, um, yeah. but yeah, so the new movie came out, and I've definitely got some thoughts on it. But I think let's let's have our guest go first. Eric, what were your thoughts? What'd you think of the new movie?
1: I really liked it, but I'm a huge Mortal Kombat fanboy, so I'm gonna like it. Of course, it's kind of a given. But okay. uh, I will I will admit there were a handful of times where I kind of kind of gritted my teeth a little bit. Like that was a little cringy. That line was a little bit cheesy. Mm-hmm. But overall, um all the references got me all, I loved that, all of that stuff. I loved all of the the fighting scenes, which I felt like there were a lot of. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know and and the the visual effects were awesome. I really liked all the visual effects all the ice and the 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 ghosts all the teleportation scenes and stuff. Mm-hmm. I thought all that was cool.
0: yeah, yeah, I agree. i thought I thought the VFX were very good and yeah i'm I'm with you on the cringe, although I think the cringe probably hit me a little bit harder than it hit you um <laughs> Gus, what were your thoughts on it
2: um so I'm gonna start with the positive uh i I did like um some of the action uh sequences i in terms of special effects, what I really did like is that it was pretty reserved on that front i I think um it didn't. Overindulge in special effects. I think it depended more on on the actual hand-to-hand fighting um, in terms of the action sequences Which I think was the smart decision. I'm not sure what the budget was for this one. It, it, it looked overall I think the look of it was was pretty good and I think a lot of Mortal Kombat fans would be happy with that um, That's the positive because I'm gonna be honest with you guys. I did not like this movie at all um, I, I found it pretty disappointing and I went into it just wanting, you know, a fun action popcorn film. I wasn't expecting much. I, I just wanted to have a good time. I have two main issues and I'm not going to go in deep into spoilers, uh, Nak. I, don't, I don't, know how, how spoilery you want us to get, but just, just to cover like my grievances with this, I'll, I'll remain pretty vague. I have two issues. I think, uh, one, the pacing of this movie was terrible.
0: Yeah, that was going to be my thing too yeah
2: yeah when i heard that this was going to be like under two hours i was like that's great that's that's what a mortal Kombat movie should be that that's a good length uh but this movie did not use its time wisely i felt like it it took a long time a really long time to get going to the point where i, I was watching it i had to pause it just to check how much time was left and there was like 30 minutes left and i was like wait yeah <laughs> this you're barely here. And there's 30 uh-huh. minutes left, and, and sure enough, like once it actually went into the conclusion, it just felt ridiculously rushed. And I was like, "What did you do with all this time?" Like leading up to this, so this movie, in my opinion, had like a good 60 minutes that were just wasted. Um, and it really should have should have had a better pacing. And my other issue is the main character, um, Cole Young, who is a new character. He was created for for this movie specifically. Um, I thought he was lame. I thought he was a lame protagonist. I, I didn't think he had any particular like identifiers or, or any kind of personality. He was Mr. Generic. Um, mm-hmm. His motivations were generic. Um, they did try to tie it into the lore, but I felt uh, that that fell flat to me. Uh, yeah. I don't think that they did that particularly effectively. So those two things combined, I just left this movie being like, why can't you just make a good Mortal Kombat movie? Or maybe I don't know.
0: Maybe the first Mortal Kombat movie was the good Mortal Kombat movie. No. Yeah, Cause, like cause... looking back on that movie, like it's it's we were lucky to get that when we did. Yeah,
2: I think so. That was kind of the pleasant surprise of the long history of bad video game movies. And Mm
0: -hmm. in my
2: humble opinion, you know, I can see why Mortal Kombat fans would like this movie and and totally respect that. But in my humble opinion, this this movie
0: adds to the long history of bad video game movies. Yeah, I agree. I think also it's not helped by how jarring the editing is like the, the cuts in this movie just seem to come out of nowhere and um or it'll it'll do that thing that movies sometimes do which i can only assume is because they don't they just don't have enough to work with where it will cut what feels like it should be a cut to a different scene but it cuts to the same scene like the same characters in that same scene in like a weird jarring cut that happens a few times in this movie
2: Yeah, this movie has a lot of cuts. Like there's especially in the fighting sequences, and it's it's kind of messy, honestly, with regards to that. It could have used some like longer, just single shot sequences. Mm -hmm. Um,
0: Yeah, I and I don't want to drag it too hard because you know it's 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 not without its its uh, positives, like you said. Um, I thought that I I agree. I thought that the action was was decent. Um, I actually the actual fight choreography i thought could have been a little bit more interesting and fun and but but i think you know it wasn't terrible it was okay um and yeah i agree the visual effects were fantastic um i thought goro looked good goro does come out in this movie i thought he was that was a an interesting encounter um and i i won't get too much more into i hope that's not a spoiler in itself but um but I do want to talk a little bit about uh, the main character, Cole. What's his last name? Cole.
2: Cole Young, I think, which is as generic as he is, in my opinion.
0: <laughs> yeah. So, okay. I didn't, okay. I don't know if this was included in the marketing. For, I only watched that first trailer. I don't know if there were more trailers after that or, or what else came out along with this movie to kind of set it up. Um, I didn't know that Cole Young was a new character going into this movie. Did you guys know that? Only because it was explained to me.
2: Yeah, I think oh. I just kind of looked into it and it was like, yeah, this is a new character. I thought it was going to be a misdirect to be honest with you. I was like, that's what oh, I thought. This, this is Johnny Cage or something like that. But no, he's he's a new character.
0: No, I so I kept waiting for the big reveal that Cole was actually Scorpion, that he would reveal like his powers would be revealed to him and he would be the new Scorpion. And then Scorpion came Oh shit, I'm I'm really spoiling the, the hell out of this movie. But, it's in the
2: trailers. I mean the okay it shows
0: y- up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was just like, wait, okay, okay. So this guy's just kind of this 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 guy's actually just this lame. Like I expected him to like come into his power and just become this cool badass, like like I guess probably Sub Zero is the most recognizable Mortal Kombat character, but after that I would say it's probably Scorpion. And so you're expecting like the whole movie you're kind of just waiting for Scorpion is what I felt like. And then, so when Scorpion just kind of shows back up and just decides to... (laughs) He was like a salmon. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Uh, And it was... uh... Again, I,
2: I think we well, we sh- we should probably just put a spoiler tag uh, just just to be on the safe side. But uh, yeah, I mean his his return into to into the movie like there was no development towards it. It was just like small little hints, but it wasn't enough. So when uh, that little... that yeah when that happened, it was just like you could tell the the filmmakers and the director wanted that moment to to be like big and and hit the audience. But at least from my perspective, it was just like kind of just like here's scorpion and,
0: yeah uh, yeah that was <laughs> a shame i so there were there okay i i will say i am a sucker for movie easter eggs and kind of the inside jokes and i gotta tell you i did laugh out loud on the uh the sweep joke yeah that was so good <laughs> how uh there's there's a fight between it's kano who's he fighting Liu Kang. He's fighting Liu Kang. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Mm. And Liu Kang keeps sweeping him, <laughs> over and over. <laughs> and he comments on how it's like. Uh, does he call it cheap or I don't know?
2: It's like, is that your only move? Or yeah, is that like the that? only thing you know how to do? <laughs> I yeah. dare you to do that again. And
0: <laughs> it does it again. Yeah. yeah, that shit
1: was really good. Um, and he like was, his he he goes full belly up like every sweep too. It's
0: like not just like yeah. a little trip. It's like his feet yeah just yeah they really completely leave the ground. Mm-hmm that was really good that was really good we've all we've all been there like you've we've yeah. all everybody watching this movie are probably you know the 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 fans of the game probably really connected with that the other uh, a couple other ones that i noticed I, well the little inside joke where he he jokes about how it's misspelled Sonia is explaining the combat yeah. tournament and uh cole says wait but it's misspelled and she i don't know i don't remember what her response to that is but that was a pretty good little um the last one is there's actually uh the input like i think it's the fireball input down forward yeah low punch uh, is written downright, in graffiti. downright
1: low punch yeah i think so
0: yeah is written in graffiti uh during that first fight oh, between Jax too, yeah. like, <laughs> and Sub Zero. yeah so that was pretty good hmm. i don't know i appreciate that stuff it's fun when they throw stuff like that in um but yeah, overall, I'm um, with Gus on this one. I wasn't a big fan of this movie. Will not watch it again. Also, you know, another thing, the this the like I mentioned earlier, the franchise has come so far in how how willing it is to just show the gnarliest, goriest deaths. And I was expecting a bit more of that. And it's not like it was without like um there's a character who actually I didn't recognize the the winged character and yeah we're uh, like getting a harpy spoilers. yeah who was that I've... is that a new character or has she been
1: no i feel like i feel like it's a reference to one of the earlier like the 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 3d mortal combats i would like i think in the story there were harpies at some point oh i think it might okay. be just a reference to that like as a general i don't think it's any specific character i think there were just harpies in one of them
0: okay I'm not sure well, she gets she gets killed in a very in in very brutal fashion. Um, yeah, hell yeah. But but a lot of the kills were didn't seem very gratuitous in their in their gore. And I don't maybe that's because it's a movie and they can't go as far in that direction as the games have gone.
2: I felt like there was a, basically like a void. It, it was it was like the fights went from being pretty like pg-13 like pretty just standard affairs not very brutal just just basic hand-to-hand combat and then it just jumps to some sort of like fatality type of thing Mm -hmm. um but I felt like there there was there could have been more of an in-between. Um, I'm right now I'm watching this show called Invincible. It's it's a cartoon, it's an animated show, um, superheroes. It's very violent though. But what's kind of cool about it is like when they're fighting and like the main protagonist is getting his ass kicked, like you you feel that. You're like, oh, this guy's just getting like when when he gets punched in the face, you 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 see like his face caved in, like the teeth coming out. Mm. Like he's like, Oh, this guy's getting his ass kick like he's in pain i've seen the first uh, episode
0: it goes oh boy that that first episode really really takes off there at the end but uh yeah yeah
2: yeah for sure um i I, am liking that show uh but i i in this one i felt like i could have used a little bit more of that where like the fights could have seen uh, could have been a little bit more Brutal, just just in the hand to hand combat, not necessarily like just jumping into the fatalities. Mm-hmm. I think you saw some of that in in one of the initial fights with Jax not not to give too much away, but I think beyond that, there wasn't there should have been more of that in my opinion, yeah. um, so it was weird,
0: yeah, anything else on that? I think that about uh, I think that about uh sums it up for me well, in that case, let's go ahead and get into what we've been playing this month um Eric. As our guest, why don't you go ahead and start off?
1: I've mostly just been still playing Monster Hunter. Oh, I did buy a couple of games. I bought um, two throwback RPGs, uh, Nino Akuni, Wrath of the White Witch. I bought that back up because I was on sale on the Nintendo store. And then I bought uh, my first real RPG, what I would consider real RPG, not like a Pokemon type RPG, uh, Grandia 2 was my very first RPG
0: and that's the remaster right yeah yeah that's on switch
1: out. uh but cool. besides those two i, I just kind of barely started those two because i just got them uh, because they're on sale but still just been playing the monster hunter Rise. yeah
2: so, so as somebody as somebody that came from monster hunter world to rise eric like what's what's your opinion like what do do you prefer world or do you, do you think rise was a good step forward how, how are you liking rise compared to world is, is really what i'm asking
1: um, I I I do see Rise seems r- r- right now sort of like a platform, uh, where they can start releasing as much content. Maybe not as much as World, because there was a lot to World, um, but they can you know they can at least start releasing more monsters on on Rise. I I do think that Rise is a lot more streamlined and ex- and accessible. Like they they got rid of a lot of, of a lot of extra stuff that. I don't know. I just, I guess the, they just didn't need because it was going to be on a smaller platform. I don't know. I still really like Rise. I still, after after playing it for a while, I still really like it. Um, I guess the the biggest thing is like the increased mobility on the character is mm-hmm. one of the biggest things that I like that keeps me coming back.
0: That's cool. Is yeah. that is that the biggest change that they made to the formula between World and Rise?
1: It's the biggest, uh, as like noticeably as far as like gameplay. Yeah, yeah. You really okay. feel that as far as the gameplay for sure, because uh, there's depending on the weapon. You know, some weapons are really slow because they're the heavy hitters, and and that just that webs that the, the little silkworm slinging thing adds a lot because it basically adds two new moves per weapon, like special right. moves. Each each because you now have a silkworm for your like it's like ZR or ZL uh, X or A. And that's a special move for each weapon, and on top of the dashing that you can already do with it. You know what I mean?
0: You can like, right. dash out of, of dash battles forward. and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And, and climb up, climb up walls. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess the verticality too is is kind of a, a big change. Or from from what I've heard, I never played World, but yeah. Mm-hmm. You have got something else here that it looks like you've been. I'm 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 uh, curious about what else you have up here in the dock. You you have Pokemon TCG up here. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> okay. Because <laughs> I do want to talk about that. Have you been Have you been getting back into the, the whole Pokemon card game? Yeah, me and my roommate
1: just busted a busted. He has his, and he busted him out, and he wanted to play, so we kind of got back into it. And we realized that they sell boosters at our work, <laughs> at our place oh, of employment. Gosh. So we were just, <laughs> yeah, buying a booster <laughs> Wait, here that- and there. <laughs>
2: Hold on, hold on. I have a question. Is this like, is this the actual card game, like the physical card games that you've been playing, or is it like a mobile
1: Pokemon tra- trading card game? Yeah.
2: But are the actual physical cards, right? It's yeah, not like a mobile game? game. Okay. Yeah, okay. No, not mobile. Is but... it? There's there are mobile versions of that, right? Like I think there has there is to be. Now. A... Yeah. I remember there was like I think a Game Boy game that was like just the trading card Dude, game.
0: Um... That Game Boy game was fucking killer. I loved that Game Boy. Uh pokemon card game it was very close to the actual real card game but yeah yeah so cool. eric yes if you had to <laughs> if you had to guess how much have you spent so far when did when did you get into it again and between then and now are you comfortable sharing your <laughs> yeah your total I mean, investment
1: I, I, I ain't got no shame on the pokemon
0: uh <laughs>
1: there's 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 worse than me, believe me for sure uh mm-hmm. let's see I probably spent, like, I think I think we started playing again, like, a month ago. There was one week where, like, a, I bought a booster pack a day. Oof. <laughs> yeah, but, and that's, like, what is, like, five bucks? Five bucks each? Okay. I think they're five bucks each. No, they have to be more, like, ten or twelve bucks, right? So for know, a booster? Sure. Yeah, no. I think I think they're probably, so, like, five bucks, no? Five bucks?
0: Okay, probably. so. They're probably between, the like, month, five I think I spent, seven. like, 40
1: bucks. I think I bought like okay. between five that's... and eight packs. Yeah. yeah,
0: dude, that's not bad.
1: No. Yeah.
2: it uh, it makes me really sad to to hear about um how much like those original haul I guess holographic or shiny Charizards uh, cards go for because uh, cause, uh, oh, yeah. uh I-, I had one of those. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I had one of those when I, when I was like 12 i had one of yeah. those and
0: i don't know I where it is <laughs> i could have been rich <laughs> oh. yeah i guess it's coming back though like i teach at a middle school and my kids they're coming to school and they're they've got their binders filled with pokemon cards and no some way. and i'm i you know as the teacher i have to be boys put those away you know um but but secretly inside you're like hey come over here let me me see what you have (laughs) so yeah i guess it's it's cool that it's coming back i think that's a good i think pokemon card game is a good uh introduction not just to collectible card games but just to tabletop gaming i think there's a lot that that can only be done on a tabletop and so for kids to be getting into that again, um, for that to be coming back around into popularity again is really cool. So yeah, I agree. Cool. So anything else, Eric? That's pretty much it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Oh, I think I'm actually
1: close to the like, the end of Monster Hunter Rise. Like, I just be one of the the final, like the one they tease as like the main, the final, the final boss or whatever, the final monster.
0: Yeah. Okay and you don't think so, there's going to be
1: is there going to be have they said it's going to be there's going to be an update at the end of the month with at least two monsters and probably gear and stuff okay and then they're just going to keep releasing stuff after that yeah pretty like, like how they did with world mm-hmm.
0: yeah cool all right yeah, cool I'm stoked yeah uh gus what's going on what have you been up to
2: um so i've only been playing a couple of games this month uh one of which uh, came out i believe uh early april like the first week of april um it came out on game pass um as well as at all platforms that well not all platforms but like ps4 ps5 xbox the xbox platforms and pc uh but it's called outriders um so i tried it out since it was on game pass um this is basically a pretty pretty typical third person looter. um you know mm-hmm. a, a looter slash shooter uh where you um there's a lot of loot you you can get a lot of different weapons um there's a hub world and from there you can kind of go into into different areas that are quite open Um, it is and I want to I want to preface this because I I don't think I've been playing it the way the developers really want you to play which is you get two of your other buddies your friends and and you play together uh, with Chad and everything going on I played I've tried it out single player um, and I've also done some matchmaking here and there which I didn't really enjoy Um, my problem with these kinds of games is that I don't think they Emphasize on single-player enough. Um, it's always with the trappings of this is kind of a live game Even though I, th- I think this is technically not a live game in the sense that there aren't like raids or like events going on mm-hmm. It's more it's probably more on uh, Similar to Borderlands the Borderland games if, if you're familiar with that Yeah, um, where there's some of those elements, but it's not focused so much like a destiny on raids and stuff like that or events um I just wish that as a single-player game, it didn't have all those trappings of like you're joining a party or you're you're logging in online. I wish I could just kind of jump in and and start playing because this game takes a while just to get going. Uh, in fact, even when you turn it up, there's or turn on the game, there's like a logo. That's like five seconds. And then there's like a square Enix kind of cutscene. That's like another 10 seconds. And then you have to sign in. And that takes about a minute. And then and then it's it's also like the destiny cursor thing. That's the entire menu. So you have to drag that. And then you have to select like join party or, or join join world or something and then there's a countdown like a seven second countdown <laughs> that, that you're doing and i'm like i just want to play this game alone like yeah. i'm not joining anybody like i'm not talking to anybody um i don't know if you know obviously i'm not a game developer so i don't know if, if these games that are built to to really emphasize on on a you know on a party system if if it's just difficult to to implement just a straightforward single player um but i wish i, I wish they did a better job on the on that front beyond that the game's okay like i think the shooter mechanics are, are really solid um the developers are people can fly and they've previously done work on on the gears of war series as well as fortnite actually they they. I don't know if they were the main developer of Fortnite, but they're they've definitely worked on that game. So um, they they have a legacy and a pedigree when it comes to shooting games, and you can see it here. It, it all feels very solid. Um, the I guess the the gameplay premise is that it's 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 a cover shooter similar to Gears of War, but you also have abilities um depending on on what class you choose there's two three classes um one's like a pyromancer which is what i chose where you have like fire abilities another one i forget exactly what well, i think there's one called the trickster where he can he or she can teleport uh to to an enemy and like stab him from behind that seemed pretty cool, but I didn't try that out. And then the other one I think is more like a like a support character that's like a long distance uh, sniper type type of character. Don't quote me on that because the only one that that I chose was the pyromancer. Um those and you know, you have your abilities and I think all of that is Balanced um, really well. So that's been a pretty fun time Um, The way the progression works is that you level up you obviously find better weapons There's also um, a system called world tiers where if you reach a certain level It'll ask you like hey, you want to join world tier four or world tier five where the difficulty will be uh, will be spiked, but you'll get better loot in return so you can you can return uh, to those same levels but just with tougher enemies but w- and better loot so it's like um,
0: torment it's like torment in diablo 3 like the torment level in diablo 3 i think right right yeah okay
2: yeah so that's that's been a pretty decent decent system uh there is a story to it but so far i gotta say it's been pretty lame um it's your typical like earth is fucked so humankind has to come together and send people out these outriders to a different planet like Elon Musk sends his outriders to to a different uh planet to oh. uh, to locate a potentially oh, habitable
0: it's a documentary you mean okay
2: mm-hmm. yeah it yeah,
0: yeah. Any more sense when you put reflection it of reality <laughs> yeah
2: so they find this planet that looks potentially habitable and it all looks good except there's this thing called the anomaly uh which is this weird energy storm that fucks shit up like it kills people but to certain individuals it grants them powers which is you know explains like the pyromancer and whatnot i think they're called the altered uh the people that that okay. are granted these powers uh but it's your typical like oh shit's gone to hell fuck we're so <laughs> fucked type of sci-fi <laughs> like oh the world's gone mad type of uh okay. type of situation Great and it's that it's yeah bloody like bloody. It's, yeah, yeah. Which is kind of a shame because it's like, oh, you you reach this new beautiful planet, but it, it all goes to hell, and that means that everything's brown now. It's everything's like gears of war. <laughs> like, yeah, because so
0: I, I yeah I've seen some I've seen some game a little bit of footage and a little bit of screenshots, and everything's muddy and brown. Yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah, I think like. In terms of just visual fidelity, like graphical fidelity, the game looks really good, but in terms of an artistic standpoint, like it it looks very samey. Like a lot of the worlds are just kind of like these ugly looking brown worlds, so that's a bit of a shame. Um, I think if you have Game Pass, sure. Give it a shot, maybe maybe get a couple of friends together and and play. They I will say it looks like they've been having some issues with cross platforms to the point that at some instances they turn it off where you can't you can't do cross platform with PC. So I don't know if they fixed that recently. I hope they did. Uh, but other than that, uh, this is not a game I would I would definitely I would not recommend spending sixty bucks on. I think it's it's your very typical like seven out of ten type of game. It's not terrible, but yeah. it's not. It, I, I wouldn't urge people to to try it out unless you have game pass in which case sure give it a shot
0: so uh, one thing i do want to clarify because i did uh i I was interested in trying this game out when i heard it's on game pass but it's only on game pass for console for uh series s Mm. and x it is not on game pass for pc the game itself is available on pc um through which platform i don't actually know it might i don't remember but uh, but yeah, not on Game Pass for PC, so I didn't I didn't try this one out. But I do have a couple questions for you. First of all, um, the so you said that it's it's you and two buddies, so it's a party of three.
2: Yeah, not four, three.
0: Okay. Um, so if you load in by yourself, does it fill out your team with AI? Or no,
2: it's just you. Um... Okay. I don't know if it scales once you once you add right. uh, party members and it just lowers or raises the difficulty just to even things out. But when you when you go in, it's it's just you. There's no AIs.
0: Okay, interesting. Um, and then second question: So there are different classes. Are there weapons that are tied to the class that you choose, or when you're choosing a class, are you only choosing uh, your like your ability loadout basically?
2: Um, that's a good question. My understanding is, uh, yeah, it's it's just your abilities. The the loot that you're finding is just your typical like handguns, shotguns, um, okay. and then you can you can add and you know, what do you call them? like add on like supplements mods. to those mods to those, uh, but they're not directly tied to to the, your specific class.
0: Okay. Cool. All right. What else?
2: Uh, the other game, and we've talked about this game before, but it's been a bit of a challenging month for me, so I, I was looking just to have like a little bit of a good time, like a fun, colorful game, and there's no better game than a single-player Mario game. So I went back to Bowser's Fury. Amen. Yeah, and I know, Nick, that you've been playing it also. So um, yeah. I did. I reached the um, credits. I there, I still haven't like 100% of it, and I think that in fact that maybe there's still like. Uh, I'm only like halfway through the shines that I could get perhaps or there's still some left But I did reach the credits for that game Um, I really liked that experiment man. Like I I went from thinking ah this is a neat experiment but i don't think nintendo necessarily needs to go down this direction to by the time that i completed it and um i reached the credits i'm like ah, i think i would be kind of disappointed if when nintendo unveils the next mario game if it's not in this direction like if it yeah. still follows the odyssey or even the galaxy direction like i think i think this is a good good path for the Mario games to take and just make it bigger. I'd be okay if it's the same thing where it's like, it's this smaller open world at first and then you're opening up new areas as you go along. Um, But even if you just do a a massive open world just from the get-go, not necessarily exactly like Breath of the Wild, you want to give it its Mario type of uh, feel. Um, But I I think they have the key here. Like This this is a a perfect blueprint and then I really hope they just expand on it because I just had a great time. Um, yeah. the, the final boss was was a, a fun time. Um, I, I'm i still not a hundred percent sold on the whole like actual Bowser's Fury, like him coming out every like five yeah. minutes or so. It, it brought some cool moments. So there were some cool moments where I was like platforming and he was just shooting these gigantic um, uh, fire beams at me. And I was just trying to dodge him while also trying to like, you know, go through the obstacles. So that was fun, but it just happened a little bit too often. Um, but, uh, overall though, I really positive, um, positive thoughts about that game. And I really, really hope that Nintendo, um, takes it, takes it a couple steps forward.
0: Yeah, I agree. Um, Eric, did you, did you get to play Bowser's Fury at all?
1: Uh, yeah, my roommate has it. It's a lot. Well, I, we didn't play the Bowser's Fury, uh, section. I think we didn't get that far, but yeah, it's really fun. I really like it. I, I was actually
0: thinking of buying it, picking it up myself, but it's oh, okay. not on sale
1: or anything. So.
0: Yeah, and it never will be. (laughs) Don't count on that. In fact, (laughs) if anything, it might just disappear from the fucking storefront because Nintendo, you know, God bless them, and also fuck them. Um, Yeah, that's true. I was worried that that was that's not one of the games they took down for. No, no. Okay. I'm just yeah. I'm just saying, out of out of caution, you might want to if if it's something you even have a remote interest in, you might want to just pick it up. Um. So wait. So you. So you have not even touched the bowser's fury section you've only done the No, i've never uh, seen what it's like i've i've seen like uh screenshots and stuff
1: but i'm not sure exactly like how it goes down um okay we didn't get that far i think we got to like the ice level ice stage okay
0: Mm -hmm. um i really like it. it's a lot of fun it's a lot of even just by yourself or with people so i'm still confused okay so you've been playing super mario 3d world when you go to the title screen there's two sides. You can choose Super Mario 3D World or Bowser's Fury.
1: Oh, I see. No, I haven't been playing. 3D World is what I've been playing then. I haven't been okay. playing Bowser's Fury at all.
0: Okay, yeah. yeah. I, uh, Bowser's Fury, there is a two-player mode, but I th- I don't think you're... It's not like how 3D World is. I think second player takes control of... Bowser Jr. Bowser Jr., yeah.
1: Oh, uh, okay. See, I didn't know that.
0: Um. Yeah, so we, and we have talked about it on on here before, so I, I don't want to get into the the mechanics and the structure of Bowser's Fury too much, uh, just but I will say that I also completed it. I cleaned up all the what are they called stars? No, cat shines, cat shine. And yeah, I I am totally with you, Gus. I think this this needs to be the direction of the three D Mario what 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 like series, I guess you could. Call it franchise. You know, franchise. Well,
2: I guess the franchise would encompass Mario Tennis, Mario Golf, <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> Hotel Mario. 3D Mario but, games. Yeah, just the 3D Mario games, right? Yeah, I think this this formula was just so seamless and so. Um, and I'm with you. So I did I did run into some problems later in the game where you are trying to just clean up some of the shines that you haven't got yet there are some that require Bowser right. to be out. And yeah. I think that that was a poor choice because you, you have to remember, okay, when so eventually you do unlock a warp um, to warp from island to island. And you have to remember, okay, there's a shine here that I can only get while Bowser is out shooting his fireballs around. So when he pops out, I'm going to warp to this island, warp back here so I can clean that one up and then i'll go back to whatever it was i was doing and having to like that seemed to be kind of antithetical to the 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 overall design choice of the game which is like yeah just go out and and have at it yeah. you know um but other than that it's really my only complaint and even that like is is tolerable um but yeah i think the the thing that's crazy is like it's at a point where we're not even we, in this whole discussion about the game, we've only been talking about the structure of how content unlocks and how, you know, Bowser shows up and, and kind of changes the rules of gameplay a little bit. And not once have we talked about just the movement mechanics as as the core of the game, which are just, I mean, perfect, right? Like the movement in this game, the control, the abilities that Mario has are just perfection, perfection. To a a degree that I think was only ever rivaled by Mario Odyssey. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, I I also finished up Bowser's Fury. Loved it.
2: Yeah, and before we move on from it, I also want to highlight the music is so good in this game. It is so good. It is amazing how seamless it all is, but it's also just, I can listen to like six or seven of those tracks just, just on YouTube and just like, just zoning out and thinking that I'm in a beautiful beach somewhere on vacation. Yeah. Cause it's just so happy. It's so joyful. And it's so catchy. Like the Nintendo really, uh, I think it's better music than like what's in Odyssey, Um, and which I love Odyssey. I think probably uh, more than you neck, but I thought the music there was, was good, but not, not amongst like the best music in, on, in the Mario games. Uh This one, uh, some yeah. of the best. I really loved it.
0: And I think, it's it's also very much in the same vein as the 3d world soundtrack in fact it might it might share some i'd have to go back and actually look at what the melodies are and stuff it might share some of that um, some of those motifs with the 3d world soundtrack but yeah i agree fantastic music cool anything else gus
2: no that's basically been it i wanted to play some some um um, games on, on game pass like genesis noir uh but unfortunately i didn't get to it but you know hopefully next month i'll touch on that but that's basically it for me
0: cool all right so i've got a i've got a list here of stuff that i stuff that i checked out this month um and the reason that this list is so long is there was an Indie World Showcase. Nintendo was showing off some of the new indie stuff that they're going to have. Um, some of the highlights for me were Olly Olly World. Um, I've been a fan of the Ollie games for a while. And their new one is like, I don't know how, but it's open world. <laughs> um, I'm interested to see how that's going to work. Did you did you check that out, Gus?
2: I saw the trailer or I saw that event, that 20 minute event. Yeah, uh, yeah it looks cool.
0: Um, what else was in there? Um, not silk song, so I guess who gives a fuck? But nothing
2: the sequel to Oxenfree, oh, yeah. I think.
0: Oxenfree 2. So yes, we had Ollie Ollie and Oxenfree. Yeah. That's pretty that sets itself up pretty nicely. Um, what else? I'm sure there's other stuff that I was stoked about, but but anyway, the reason I bring it up is because uh, kind of tied into that, a bunch of indie stuff went on sale on the eShop. So I kind of went through and picked up some stuff that I had seen previously, but had never um, really taken the plunge on. So I'm going to I'm gonna try to get through some of this stuff, and, and it's, it's kind of a, a grab bag. Some of this stuff is just not at all even related to that event, but some of it was just, oh, hey, it's on sale. Let me pick it up and try it out. So the first one is this game called Witch Eye. Um, Witch Eye is a game developed by Moon Kid and published by Devolver um and it is a pixel art uh it's not a platformer um but it looks like when it's a side scrolling game you take control of a cute little witch who has had all of her potion ingredients stolen and so your quest is to go retrieve these potion ingredients the format of this game is very reminiscent of almost like like the mobile game format where the Primary objective is to just get to the end of the stage. Um, but mixed in there are there's like three easy gems to get and one difficult gem to get. So to get the perfect on the stage, you've got to get all that stuff plus make it to the end. Um and so I I imagine this game was developed with mobile in mind because what I haven't said the main hook of the game is you you are not jumping and like walking left and right. You take control of this witch's eye, and it's a floating eyeball, and as you flick the stick in a direction, it pushes the eyeball in that direction. And so you gain momentum in that direction, and any enemies that you collide with will be destroyed as long as you don't hit them during their like attack hitbox, right? So like if you hit them, either like so some of them have a shield in front with spikes, but but you can hit them from behind and some of them it's just like you got to time it right so they'll be like on fire so you've got to time it so that you hit them when they're not on fire hmm. that's so basically the eye is like a weapon like yeah the eyeball just, is like an like a little thing You're yeah out, it's out i don't control. know if it's it, and it's never really explained how it works or, or like why and i'm not sure it might be it like after you flick the stick and, sh- and kind of shoot the eyeball in a direction it might have like a on fire animation or something Hmm. Uh, to get to give it that sense of power but yeah basically the eye is your character as well as your attack itself um so
2: so based on what i see here then it it, so it came out on mobile first and then it made its way to the switch yes because i do see that it is on ios and on google play
0: yeah um yeah fun kind of cute little game i'll i'll definitely finish it up um i don't know if i'll Spend the time to get all the gems and stuff, but I'll I'll definitely get to the end of the game. Um, so that that came out, or it didn't. I don't think it came out on that on the day of that Indie World thing, but it went on sale that time. Um, a game that did get announced and released on the same day is there is no game wrong dimension. So this is a game that I almost just want to not talk about because it's the, the fun of this game is seeing what this game is as it unfolds. I will say to call this game a point and click adventure would sell it so short that I, I I have to say that it's that because that's that's how you interact with the game. You're pointing and clicking. But it I wish I could just say, trust me, just go just go check it out. Maybe check out like the first two minutes of gameplay and you'll you'll see kind of what the thing is with, with There is No Game. It is very funny. It is one of those it is one of those rare moments in gaming where I'm actually laughing at the writing. So yeah. Check it out. Check out I I'm sure on YouTube there's like a first two minutes or five minutes of gameplay. Even five minutes, I feel like would would kind of spoil some of the best jokes. Well, so is it me another messing. mobile game? You know, it probably was. I imagine it would it be Yeah. It might have been because you're, you're playing I am it on playing... Switch though. I was or... playing it on Switch and I was playing it oh, okay, touchscreen right. on Switch. So I imagine oh. it would be if it's not a mobile game, that's a that's a huge mistake. I'm sure it is. <laughs> it's got to be. Okay. Yeah, but Go it's a, it's a lot of pointing and clicking and dragging and kind of the adventure game thing of okay, can I use this item on this thing? But it do, the way that it does it is so funny and so that sounds cool. cool. What is this game again? It's called There Is No Game Wrong there Dimension. No game. Hmm, okay, kind of like a clue, like almost like a is it like a puzzle game almost? Yeah, I would say it's a yeah. puzzle, a puzzle game, but that's oh. all I can really say about it without really giving away <laughs> yeah. what it is. I don't, I don't want to. It's it's so cool. It's such a unique, cool, funny concept. Um, I was big I'll, into the um, the Professor Layton series, so it kind of uh, yeah, kind of some shared. Yeah, there's definitely some Monkey Island, some Professor Layton, some um, definitely just puzzle solving. Yeah, seeing how the different elements interact with each other um but the, but the the way the game starts is you're actually kind of deconstructing the title screen. I'll give you I'll tell you that much. That's cool. <laughs> the narrator of the game tells you turn it off, go away. There is no game. There's nothing to see here. And that you t- end t- up deconstructing the title screen to try to get That's to the so game. Cool. It's very funny, very that cool. That fourth wall break. <laughs> Total, the whole game is 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 breaking the fourth the wall. The whole game is just that. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: That's dope. Like
0: literally actually dude that if I had to say, that's that's like the perfect way to characterize the game. They took that idea of breaking the fourth wall and they made an entire game about it. Oh, that's, it's beautiful. That's awesome. Yeah, check it out. Um, the third game that I checked out is a game called God Strike. This is a very it's it seems like a very uh, small team, low budget. Um, it's you can kind of smell the Unity engine type of game, but it is a boss rush style twin stick shooter um it was made by a team called overpowered team and i couldn't find anything else that they had worked on this this might be the only thing of note that they have done so far um and all all i'll really say about this is that it's a very movement uh driven twin stick shooter kind of the main mechanic of the game is that in choosing by giving your character power ups or more abilities to use during fights you limit are you 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 subtract from your overall time allotment to complete the boss and so you you only die when you run out of time um but when you get hit it it takes a chunk of that time off your off your total that you have available so so the more you get hit the less exactly get. yeah so you really want to avoid taking damage. Um it's a boss boss rush game like I said, so the other kind of half of the game is learning the boss's patterns as you go through. Um I'm actually it's it's very difficult. I'm on the second boss and I still I've gotten It's one of those games where I, I can tell you that age-old story of I got him down to one pixel of health but he uh, got me. Um I have a question it's, about it's... twin
1: stick shooters in general. Joe, are all, <laughs> are all twin stick shooters I don't, arena twin stick shooters, you know what I mean? Do they all take place in an arena setting?
0: No. Kind of deal. No. No, in it's, fact, um you should check out a game called Nuclear Throne. All right. Okay. It's kind of right. the best one ever made. Kind Nuclear of, maybe. Throne. What is it yeah. on? It's on Switch. It's on everything. Oh. Switch, yeah, PC, basically. Yeah. Maybe not Xbox, I don't know, but it's on, yeah. It's on Switch. Get it on Switch. It's one of one of the best games ever made, one of the games that i think of when i when i'm making my own games i i think to, well how would they do it and how would vlambeer do it vlambeer rip uh we talked about bowser's fury so i'll skip over that i did jump into league of legends wild rift this is a mobile port or mobile I i don't know if it's a port really it's more of like a retooling of league of legends to be Uh, more mobile friendly so i know that they've made changes to make the match lengths shorter Um, league of legends like most MOBAs i think a match will will generally run you minimum half an hour to 45 minutes up to an hour depending on the consequences or uh, not the consequences uh, the circumstances is the word i'm looking for the circumstances of the match um, they've shortened that down to like 15 minutes so that's cool which was kind of one of the main reasons i kind of left MOBAs in general was because the match length is so long that I had to just get out of there. Um so this is cool. It does a very, very good job of putting the controls of your character into a mobile mobile format. And I think it's it's probably best better better played than explained. But they the way that they do the, the targeting of what units you want your character to be attacking and stuff like that. And the way that the abilities are handled, um, because most MOBAs are played with a mouse and keyboard, so to translate those control schemes to a touchscreen took a lot of thought. And you can tell that they came up with some really unique and cool solutions to those problems. Um, so that's cool. If you're if you're looking for a quick MOBA, get your MOBA fix, maybe check that one out. Um, I probably won't spend too much more time with it, actually, just because... I don't want to go down that hole. <laughs> it's it's difficult to claw your Are way you out sure? of it. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <Fuckery>. <laughs> um, okay, this next one I'm really excited about. Sorry, I've got a lot here <laughs> on my on my agenda. This next one, though, is, is super cool. This is a game called Kaze and the Wild Masks. This is basically what people... Uh, you can tell that this dev team just looked at Donkey Kong Country and they said, and specifically DKC2, and he said, all right, let's do it. Let's make <laughs> ours. Let's do our DKC too. Because the character that you play as, she's a bunny and she spins around her ears, kind of like Tails does with his tails. And that's yeah. how she floats around or or like how Dixie does with her hair. Yeah, with her hair. Um, yeah. Yeah. I was about to say. So you're floating around. Um, there, I mean, there are crossbows that function in the same way that the barrel cannons do in the Donkey Kong Country series. So there are levels where you're kind of manipulating those to jump from place to place. Um, it's a It's got a very charming pixel art style, but not not very, not super low-fi, like I would say pixel art of the 32-bit era. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, it's, it's I mean, but you can just tell these people really studied level design, um, specifically Donkey Kong series level design enemy design um mechanically the feel the feel of the jump i mean every on every level they really nail it the music is pretty good yeah it's a very cute cool little scratch that donkey kong country itch because who knows if we'll ever even get another one of those so yeah so check that out that's called kaze and the wild masks it's by a team called pixel hive and again i've, I've never um seen any of their other work so i'm, I'm not sure if this is maybe their first thing. Um all right, next game is a game called Saturn S A T R Y N. This is an itch.io game, it's not on Steam. This is a free game on itch. Uh there's a $3 recommended donation. Please go make that donation cuz this this is maybe the best arcade style. Not to not to plug my own shit here, but this is like has a lot of the same design ethos as Hellbanger um this is an arcadey twin stick shooter um it's described by the developer as a an infinite twin twin stick shooty and they say it's like six six fearsome baddies and then in parentheses not cuddly <laughs> so it's it's very like lighthearted and um this game is basically robotron uh brought to the modern era with modern design sense um please go just just go down it's i i think it's only pc it might have a a linux and mac port as well um but it's on itch so go and if you also let me just do this if you don't have itch installed on your computer please go get itch take take a couple minutes maybe once every month or a couple months to just look at what's on there it's this is where real like People who are making games because they want to make games, they put them on itch. So please go check itch out and uh, go toss this developer Maybell a few bucks for for Saturn S A T R Y N. Maybe it's Saturn. I don't know Saturn. Anyway, great juicy arcade twin stick shooter. Uh, cool. Another game I've been playing is a game called Rad. This is actually by Double Fine, um, and but I don't remember who's publishing it. If it might just be double fine um double fine developer of psychonauts uh, this is Tim Schafer's kind of team um, and this is a game that it is it is a roguelike action kind of post-apocalyptic everything's neon lots of glowy shit yeah. um, it's okay eh, it's okay I'll, I'll probably jump into it a few more times, but I am playing it on the switch and god the switch port is not where that game wants to live it's it's rough Mm -hmm. graphically it's rough i've caught some real gnarly slowdown at a couple points um but but it is it's got some cool ideas you're as you defeat enemies you gain new mutations um which sounds like i'm describing nuclear throne (laughs) you know what just go play nuclear throne everybody just go play nuclear throne um all right boy i'm really i'm really just soapboxing here (laughs) next game i played is a game called blood roots blood roots is a game by a dev team called paper cult i don't know what else they've worked on um this is a hotline miami like um where you are cruising through a level killing enemies you know just just stomping through enemies um where the game is more of a puzzle game in that you are trying to look at which the 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 core of the gameplay of the of the problems that the player has to solve is what weapon am I need do I need to pick up at this point to to defeat these enemies what's the what's the most efficient way to get through this area to clear out all these enemies um it is a little finicky um sometimes I feel like I'm targeting an enemy and I'll shoot right past them or I'll kind of what i what i think will be the the attack to to kill them it doesn't actually target them so i attack but i don't get the lunge that you get if you're if you have that enemy targeted if that makes sense so and then yeah. because i'm in an attack animation i'm left wide open and i get hit and killed and it is it is one of those like you get hit once you die restart the level and it does that pretty quickly it goes through that process pretty quickly um so it's very much like hotline miami in that sense but but yeah i just i wish it was a little bit more and then there's also kind of a a, a light platforming element where there are kind of layers um I, that's the best way i can describe it layers or planes of, of like gameplay yeah um and it's not great the, the jumping doesn't really add much i kind of wish that they had just kept everything on one level and focused more on the on the rest of the mechanics um but interesting ideas too, and there's kind of a... actually the story seemed kind of interesting too. Um, it's kind of the Kill Bill. Uh, it seems like you were a part of this team of outlaws, and then went against them, and now they're all kind of after you, sort of thing. Um, so interesting. Does, little, sorry. Does ahead. it run
2: okay on on Switch? The art side looks pretty cool. It
0: does. There were there are some. It it does it runs okay. There are some graphical kind of weird. Things that I did notice, um, but in terms of just the like, I, I've it's been at a constant FPS. I haven't noticed any hitching or anything like that. Um, okay. Just some some weird kind of flickering of of some graphics at some points. Um, but yeah, it's I've I've been playing that on Switch as well, and uh, yeah, seems seems to run okay. And then the last game I picked up Yotune, which is uh, J O T U N a very Norse uh, mythology-inspired exploration, uh, emphasis on boss fights, I think. Um, And I haven't really jumped, I haven't dug too deep into this one. It's by Thunder Lotus Games, who more recently made Spiritfarer, which was a game that I could appreciate for what it was doing, but it didn't really grab me in the way that I think it wanted to. Um, but this game, Yotune, it's, it's very, uh, very, you've got slow attacks that you've got to be very deliberate with and a dodge roll that doesn't seem to get you out of many situations, to be honest. Um, but an interesting, cool game. It's got a, it's a top down, um, the art style will, is very, I should say the spirit fairer art style. Is a a progression of what they did here on Yotune. It's uh, so it's a cool game. I I got it because it had been on my radar for a while, and I saw that it was on sale. So I figured, yeah, let's check this out. So (sighs) okay, I got that game too, and ended up never touching it.
1: I played like a couple minutes of it, and then just oh, did you? Okay, yeah, Yeah. but I like the art style, and yeah, the 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 attacks you do have to be very deliberate. Like the the animations take forever.
0: Yeah, but it, it, it looked really interesting. So I know that was a lot, um, and I obviously <laughs> I've because I was checking all those games out. I have not completed any of them, um, but oh well. Ex- I guess <laughs> except I did say Bowser into that infinite backlog. Uh-huh, yeah, huh? <laughs> um, yeah. But yeah, I did. I did finish Bowser's Fury, but but the rest of them I kind of jumped into for maybe probably I didn't spend more than a couple hours with any single one of these. Um, I know I will with. Saturn because that game just is was made specifically for me. <laughs> um but so yeah. So a lot. yeah, yeah, that was a lot. I think I will pick up
1: uh Bajers Fury. That that game looks awesome. I and mean, I have been there, even though Steve has it or my roommate has it.
0: Yeah. yeah,
2: help out that indie developer Nintendo. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Um so Why don't we take a real quick five minutes, and then we will jump into some news. That sound good? Sounds good to me. I'm cool. We're back let's talk about some news had a few things happen in the past month to talk about uh gus why don't you take us through some of these
2: sure thing um so the first piece of news it's it looks like something you'll be very excited or are very excited about NAC. um it's the team that uh made celeste uh, is it exok is that how you pronounce their name
0: i think so i actually don't know i've i've actually kind of in my head i've always said xok but maybe exok is probably what they intended it to be now that i think of it but yeah
2: so they just announced their new uh game it's called earthblade uh they they've revealed what's called a vibe reveal trailer or something yeah. like that which is cool um definitely got some little bit of like at least from the trailer like some final fantasy legend of mana type of yeah, type secret of a vibe
1: reveal trailer what is that
2: it's basically just a logo with, with some music, right? Yeah, um, the
1: logo, like a poster. poster like this is what the game vibes like. This is what uh-huh. it feels like. Yeah, really? yeah, that's enough. Add- okay. Hmm.
0: okay, yeah, it's that's cool. It feels they so I've been following this team. Um, Celeste I- is one of my favorite games of all time. Um, Maddie Thorson is one of the most influential game developers for me. Um, they are. Uh, they they developed a game called uh, Give Up Robot, which was an adult swim game from like twenty to maybe like two thousand and nine or maybe even before that um that really like kind of showed me um, what what you can do if you really just focus on one mechanic of gameplay. Um, but anyway, so they they are one of absolutely one of my. Uh, Almost like idols in terms of game development. Um, so I'm beyond stoked for this new game, even though they've basically said they said it's an explore action game and based on the vibe and and that description of the game, I'm kind of thinking it's gonna be a Zelda like, which would be incredible. Um Hell I would yeah. love oh, the Celeste be- team. Uh huh. For real? Yeah. I and would explore would,
1: action. Okay.
0: Yeah. They, I think yeah, they, they said, yeah, 2D Explore Action. So, <clears throat> so I'm excited for that. But does that mean the Explore separate from
1: the action? Like, Or, the, or is it? Yeah, I don't know. You know, We'll, we'll, have, see. To see. we'll have to yeah, yeah.
0: We'll wait and see.
2: The no release date, right? I think they just put yeah. like 20XX or something. Yeah,
0: 20XX, like, or... yeah. It'll it'll be here when it's yeah, here. So they literally just I... put out a Vibe ad like, look, yo, this is what we've been feeling
1: like lately.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and you know, up. they're... They're a, they're, their team is less than 10 people, right? I think they've got like four main people and then they've got some wow. some people that they've worked with also. So like they they probably made enough on Celeste to be able to kind of take it one step at a time with this. I'm sure they're not, hopefully they're not feeling a whole lot of pressure to, to kind of get the next thing out and they can really take their time and let it incubate. Um, I did read the blog post that went up when they announced this that said that this is actually the third or fourth prototype that they settled on when they started working on whatever their next project is. So hopefully that means that wow. they're really kind of taking time to, to feel yeah. things out and see what, what they want to do. So, yeah. So I'm the third iteration of
1: though. whatever they're going for. That's awesome.
0: Yeah.
2: Well, I'm looking forward to it. When do you think we'll hear some more information there, Neck a year?
0: Yeah, probably not, probably not in 2021. Are all of their
1: games uh, like the 2D? They don't have any 3D games, right? Like any rendered.
0: No. Yeah, it's all been 2D. So the the other, so it it used to be under the Matt makes games moniker, and even Celeste was made under that. I guess team um, when it was mostly focused on Matt Mm -hmm. Thorson, Um, or, or he was kind of the main, yeah, the developer with kind of a team under him now it's yeah. now that it's xok games it's like okay this is their team this is their collaborative effort um i might be wrong uh, uh, in that characterization of it but um that's kind of the feeling that i've got but but yes to answer your question most of their stuff has been or all of their stuff so they did towerfall which was also a 2d um competitive almost fighting game um and is it all kind bit, of- bit style yeah, yeah, retro yeah. Uh, cool. pixel pixel art. Yeah, I'm such a big fan um, of that stuff. <laughs> and I imagine that this one will be pixel art too, uh, although they didn't say whether it will be or not. So, so maybe not. Maybe surprises. Um, yeah, well, yeah, it'll be it'll be fun to find out as things kind of roll along here. Cool. Well, what was oh, I got to see that vibe thing then? Because that's that'll kind
1: of
2: yeah. Check what that out when you get a chance.
0: Like. Okay.
2: Yeah, it's a short little trailer. Cool. Yeah. All right. Well, the next piece of story is um, an update of what we talked about last uh, last month. So last month, we talked about uh, Microsoft uh, being in talks with um, um, acquiring Discord uh, for uh, $10 billion. Uh, well, The Wall Street Journal uh, this month reported that uh, Discord is actually ending talks uh, to sell itself to Microsoft and actually all other companies as well because Amazon and Epic Games were other suitors apparently trying to acquire Discord. Looks like Discord is going to remain independent for now. So if you were concerned about this platform where we are right now being purchased by Microsoft, you can rest easy, at least for now. Now the report does say that they are open for talks maybe in the future, but right now, Discord will remain independent.
0: I think, you know, the more I thought about this, the more I kind of feel like even if Microsoft or anybody else had purchased Discord, I don't think that would change the platforms that it would have been available on. I think Mm -hmm. that they they want it out there on as many devices as they can get it on. you know um so that that wasn't really my concern um but but yeah interesting news interesting story
2: yep just wanted to uh, throw that update since we did talk about it um last month um next piece of news is that e3 will be back this year um as you guys know obviously last year there was no e3 Um, e3 was looks like was already in trouble even before the pandemic. There were issues going on. There there was a, a quote-unquote I'm not even sure if I should call it a leak. Uh, the ESA really just made a mistake and, and just put out information of journalists uh, like phone numbers and addresses, um, addresses, addresses. Uh, uh, out to the public, which caused obviously a lot of issues. So there was already quite a bit of uh, of talks that maybe publishers weren't so hot on there being an E3 last year. And then obviously the pandemic came and that That was the nail in in the coffin, at least when it came to E3 in 2020. Uh, However, there will be an E3 this year. It will be an all-digital event in June. Um, And it's actually got quite a few publishers on board. Uh, Microsoft will be there. Nintendo will be there. Ubisoft will be there, among others. Uh, But no Sony and no EA and no Square Enix. Uh, Still, though, you were going to get, you know, Probably a pretty big Nintendo Direct. Probably a pretty big digital press conference for Microsoft. Maybe we'll see more Halo there. Um, E3 is back.
0: Are you guys excited? <laughs> E3 is <Woo>! back, baby. <laughs> um. So I've got a question about this. Do you think so? Has Nintendo always, even when they started doing their Directs, were they still like affiliated with E3?
2: Yes. Um, so. Yeah, Nintendo basically what they stopped doing were the live press conferences. Uh, okay. I, I I don't know if it was a budget thing, if it would just cost too much money, but they just felt like it was a, a waste of time. But their presence was always there. Like they still have, they still have a massive. When it was, you know, in person, they had a massive booth there. Um, they, okay. they even, I, I think, for like Breath of the Wild, they had the, their entire booth was just Breath of the Wild, and it was just like this almost Disneyland type of like um, uh, setup, yeah, yeah, experience. Which oh, I would have loved to see that, but That's right. yeah, yeah, no, it looks like they're, they're going to be there, and I don't know, maybe they'll probably be there in the future too. When when you know we can actually have a public available, hopefully in twenty twenty two. Fingers crossed. Yeah.
1: Yep. What do you guys want to see on that? What do you guys want to see? What What do we want to see? And what do we want to see that we're definitely <sighs> not going to see?
2: Breath of the Wild Two, baby. Breath yeah. of the Wild Two or bust. All right. Yeah. If it is they not have there, to, right? yes, they have yeah. to. Well, have to I mean, they something. did say in the they previous said a direct. longer, right? <laughs> well, they said this year, like, well, not not oh. released this year, but they said that we'll show more Breath of the Wild information or Breath of the oh. Wild Two information. Okay. so it has yeah. to be three uh, unless fine. maybe like the to call the the game awards uh they could have I mean, something they better there, but... see
1: it as their chance right I,
2: yeah. i'm 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 all in I'm
0: all wait a minute what weren't the game awards when when do the game awards happen december in december yeah oh, okay so okay. still
2: technically this yeah. year um and um yeah like uh, uh Who's the guy that is in charge of the game awards jeff knightley um jeff Keely. he Jeff Keeley yes, he is still not um a part of e three he used to be a big partner with e three right. uh, he's still out so i I don't know if he's gonna do his own thing during the summer or if he's just going to really put it all in in the game awards and it's gonna be a big event that well it's I, already been like big a big a big uh platform for reveals so
0: didn't he do something last summer that was like kind of adjacent to e3 but focused more on pc games was that what i'm
2: there was like a summer event thing that that i think he did and it was like it was throughout the entire summer it wasn't like a like a three or like a weekend type of thing um and i you know it was obviously like the pandemic was still fairly um you know it just it just started at that point so i think a lot of companies were just scrambling now there's probably a more um comprehensive plan in set for these digital events. Uh, right. Who knows if Sony, for example, will be doing their own thing. I imagine they will. I don't think they'll let Nintendo and Microsoft get too much airtime without them also having some kind of major event on their own. Yeah. And keep in mind, Sony and, uh, and EA um, did not participate in the last E3 in the right. 2019 E3. So I don't think we're going to see them there ever again. Is
0: my yeah. Thought. Yeah. Agreed.
2: So, though, looking forward to it, to be honest with you. Um, even with all its troubles, I love E3. I love those three days. It's it's uh, always fun to look at all the announcements. So I'm yeah. k- kind of happy that it's coming back.
1: Yeah. Metroid 4. Metroid 4.
2: Yeah. Oh, no, Prime Didn't,
1: 4. You <laughs> keep dreaming. Yeah. Send out the vibes. Maybe it'll happen. Yeah. <laughs> for the vibes in the universe.
0: Uh-huh. <laughs>
2: So the last piece of news, and this is strictly rumors, nothing has been confirmed um, so far, but there is a report showing that perhaps Kojima, Hideo Kojima, is in talks with Microsoft uh, to have an Xbox, and I imagine a PC also, uh, but at least a console exclusive um, for his next project, which... Right now, we don't know what that is, but it could potentially be a, at least in terms of consoles exclusive to the Xbox platforms. Oh. Um, obviously, Death Stranding was exclusive to Sony and PC, uh, or it eventually came out in PC, I believe. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. So, yeah, you know, obviously that that game received some mixed receptions. Nack, you were not a fan of Death Stranding, but are you no. still are you still excited for a new Kojima game? Sure. All his oh, other yeah. games, pretty good, you know. yeah yeah
0: decent yeah um i you know so do you know do you think there's money being thrown around here there's got to be right like that's the whole yeah like i think so that's what that's what this is basically saying so i wonder if because did sony put money up for death stranding
2: uh well it was sony published so they would yeah. have to right okay. so yeah. i think i think they did make a deal um uh, and it it seems uh, uh, well based on this report um which i'm getting from gamesradar.com is that he uh, kojima was in talks with sony and they walked away they they didn't reach a deal so oh okay okay
1: oh wow, bad blood well, maybe yeah, yeah. Bad, and bad performance of death stranding
2: well, I think it actually did pretty well. Like, I think it, yeah. at least in terms of sales, it did pretty well. And uh, based on the reports that I've seen, we we talk about it like it was like this massively um, high budget project, but compared to other Kojima projects, it was actually fairly modest. So Sony probably it was probably a profitable investment for them. So I don't know. I don't know. If maybe this next one is going to cost way more now. Now that Kojima Productions is like probably bigger and then ready to go
0: um and you also gotta wonder like knowing his history with konami you get the idea that like maybe this guy is just kind of a pain in the ass to work with and sony like to a degree they're willing to to go that far but at at a point maybe they just said you know what man fuck it you you know he's like the Rick james of video games (laughs) oh yeah
1: yeah yeah, I don't he's know. A, I guess, he's a rockstar just, video game developer.
2: Well, yeah. I mean, uh, for sure, yeah. he probably likes to have full control of everything, right? Yeah. Like he, yeah. he wants everything to it's have actually, his name on too. it. It's his. Yeah, he's a. I mean, that's like that's the, why they're the, good. That's though the
0: beauty, that's yeah. the beauty of MGS Five, is they took his name off the box, and he's like, "All right, fuck you guys. I'm gonna put my name on <laughs> every ten minutes of gameplay of this game." So, yeah, I don't know. I, you know, so it's hard to say how much of that uh tension was kind of konami driven and how much was just him being himself um but you got to you got to imagine that there's at least some of that going on um in like his interactions with sony or whoever he ends up working with to publish kojima production stuff so
2: yeah but phil spencer is there waiting in the wings to yeah pick him up and and if anybody's got the money- looking
0: yeah, as, and, and if anybody's looking for people to take under his wing, it's Phil Spencer. So.
2: Yeah, which actually like w- one of the reasons this rumor is also um, catching fire is that Phil Spencer, um, I think it was like, a, I don't know if it was an Xbox digital event, but there was an interview with him. And he's famous for um, always having his like his desk set up behind him, just like you have it right now, neck, and there's always like figurines or something. And there's always a meaning to it. Um, in his last interview, there was the um, the Kojima Productions mascot, whatever. He had a figurine of that in his. Okay. Um, yeah. So that that couldn't is. be
0: an accident, right?
2: Yeah. There was also a Nintendo Switch on there too. So
0: mm. who knows what that means? Halo confirmed for Switch. You heard it here first. Yeah. Just breaking kidding. news. Don't, don't hold us to that.
2: But that's cool. it, guys. I mean, it's it, it was a not a massive um, month in terms of news events. Pretty quiet, but with E3 around the corner, that should change very soon.
0: Yeah, so I think probably by next next month will be our May episode, and we'll be getting into E3 territory by then. So, and probably. Resident
2: Evil Eight, which looks awesome.
0: Oh, true, Resident Evil Eight to talk about next month. Uh, releasing uh, Resident Evil Four in VR. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's right. Coming, coming to, I think it's only Oculus, though, right? Uh, yeah, I think so. I don't know if it'll be on other. Yeah. So that's coming out. Po- uh, new Pokemon Snap is going to be out by then. Oh, so dude, yeah. I, I know days. for sure because that's like the one video game my wife is interested in. <laughs> so I will definitely have my thoughts and impressions on that for our next episode. Um, I might check out Returnal. That looks like maybe a game I'd be into, but I haven't seen enough of it yet. What's so. Eternal? Uh, that's a game. Uh, it's it's a PS5 game. I don't know if Sony's publishing it. It's by um, what's the name of that dev? They made Rezogun. I forget their it's I forget their name.
2: House House Mark House Mark House, Mark. House Mark.
0: Yeah. Um. So yeah. So that's coming out here. Well, what kind of game is it? So we'll have plenty of stuff to look forward to for our next episode. Um, But I guess unless there's anything else to cover, we can call it a day right there. Um, Eric, as always, thank you for joining us. Yeah, thank you for having me. Gus, thanks again. Thank you, Nick. And to all the listeners out there, thank you so much for joining us. This has been another episode of Fuck I Forgot to Save. We'll see you all next time. Peace out.